Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast. Join us as we share our personal top five lists for a variety of random topics. Each episode, we'll explore a new topic and discuss our favorite picks, ranging from music, movies, food, travel destinations, board games, roller coasters, to whatever. Nothing is off limits, and everyone is wrong even when we think we're right. Whether you're looking for new recommendations or just love hearing incorrect opinions and incorrect being the key, this is the podcast for you. I am your host, Zach Rancourt, and with me today is Tom Lockhart. I'm always incorrect. Yeah, I uh, more often than not, I'm incorrect, and I do this really fun thing, and everyone loves it when I, I know I'm wrong, but I double down and I pretend to be right. I got to get better at that uh, because I need to be humble and realize it's okay to be wrong because I'm no, wrong very often. Doubling down is what this country was built on. That's true. That's true. No, Kevin Bacon was not in Footloose. <laughs> so it's dumb. It was clearly Bacon Kevin. Yeah. Everyone uh, knows alternate, that. Alternate universe. <laughs> um, okay. And then we also have our other host, Mr. Eric Shane, who is wrong constantly. Yeah, but you're you're right a lot of the time, especially when it comes right to history and presidents. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know how you get right a lot is that you get wrong way more often. That's just pretty much how you find a way to write. You That's true. Kind of, you know, have a, a, enough wrong opinions. You're wrong enough, you'll eventually hit pay dirt. Two wrongs do make a right in this case. No, but 17 do. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's why pencils have erasers, my friends. There you go. So, uh, you know, everyone does have to start somewhere. Uh, when it comes to dining out or hosting a party, one of the most enjoyable parts is often the appetizers. These small bites are the perfect way to start a meal or keep guests satisfied while they mingle. And I love the mingle. With so many options available, it can be hard to choose which appetizer to serve or order. From savory to sweet, appetizers are easy to prepare or order and will always leave your taste buds wanting more. Today, we will be discussing our top five appetizers. As usual, we didn't share our list with each other, and by no means are we experts in this or any other category. We're just a few dudes who like to discuss nonsense. So, for top five appetizers, this is going to be very interesting, and I'll just say, uh, what is an appetizer? Both Tom, Eric, and I were able to hang out this weekend uh, with our significant others, and we had a a very intense discussion about what classifies a dish as an appetizer. Right. Um, it is incredibly subjective. And I think this will be a discourse for that path. Uh, but I'm all ears to you guys. And I will defend my my choices if you don't agree with them. And I welcome that disagreement. Um, but I guess we could just go right into it once uh, once we feel it out. So, Thomas, what's your first appetizer? Well, in our discussion, I was I was kind of shocked by myself of what I did think was an appetizer, where you brought up like uh, salsa and and chips. Is that an appetizer? And I said, no, that's a pre appetizer. That you just get that on the table, like <laughs> you don't order. Chi- that's yeah, it's a snack. But if you put a little bit of cheese on those chips, all of a sudden I do consider it an appetizer. And that is why nachos is my very first one. Cause it is the ultimate appetizer. It is a, the ultimate shareable food because it's just a plate that's in the middle and everyone can grab from it. And you got different dipping sauces. You got your guacamole, your salsa, you got sour cream. You can put all sorts of different toppings on it, whether it's chicken, beef, steak, you got, 
tons of different types of cheeses that you can do, jalapenos, beans. I could go on and on. Can go on nachos. Uh, when I was trying to eat healthier, I still am, but not this far. <laughs> I I made uh, cauliflower nachos, and it made cauliflower way better. I'm not against cauliflower, <laughs> but it's way better when you put cheese on top of it. Sure. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why. Um, but yeah, I think nachos are my like number one. And here's the problem with that is I have been known to eat a whole plate of nachos to myself. (laughs) (laughs) And in that case, if it's just you, I would, I would say it's a meal. If you're eating the whole plate of nachos for me, that's another weird thing where like, if I'm doing it solo, it's no longer an appetizer. If it's a certain (laughs) size, because nachos always come in a kind of bigger size. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's always the challenge with all of these is that if you eat enough of it, it's a meal, right? What makes it an appetizer is it's really small serving size, right? Well, I, I, the way I look at an appetizer and this is where it, it, it can be, uh, you know, subjective as well is I believe an appetizer is an item that can be shared because that's the point of an appetizer is you, you share it with each other. But there are certain things like we discussed flatbread, uh, flatbread, you could get all to yourself as a meal. I've done it before, but right. that's meant to be shared. So then if you even want to push it further, you could say, well, is pizza an appetizer? Because you share pizza. I'm not going to eat my own pizza. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's it's not. I consider pizza like a, a group meal. I wouldn't call it an appetizer. But nachos are definitely like a king appetizer. And yes, you can have them for a meal. But they're one of those things that you go to a happy hour. It's like nachos are six bucks. And you're like, dude, yeah, we can have beers and we can just eat this and but share it co- together. But then we come right back to quantity. The question of quantity. True. You, for you... You're talking about a pizza as a shared meal, not a shared appetizer, just because of quantity of food. How much food are you having? If it was like a flatbread, mm-hmm. if it was like a small little flat, uh, whatever, like a little thin crust pizza that we got at Mod that we decided was an appetizer because it's like a little buffalo chicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. Throw throw some jalapenos on there and you get six little slices of it between the three of us. That's that's OK. That's an appetizer because it's two little teeny tiny slices of pizza, right? I just my brain just started to work because you brought up mod and I was thinking, is the smallest size at mod an appetizer? Yeah, a mini for a mod. moment, I, for a moment, I was like, yeah, I think it is. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I should not think that a a what is still pretty big pizza. I mean, it's not tiny. That should not be an appetizer. That's like six hundred calories, right? There. Yeah, I'm saying my brain also goes to calories because, like, with pizza, <laughs> yeah, a slice yeah. is like three hundred calories. It's like, true. so a slice can be a meal by itself. Ah, this is well, a terrible subject. <laughs> my my number one is chips and salsa. So I'm right there with you. Interesting though. Yeah, so, yeah. but I don't care that it was there for the table. They went ahead and ordered it for me. That's fine. It's still an appetizer. It. The whole point of it is that you sit there and snack on it until your food comes. That's an appetizer. Yeah. And, and, and you share chips and salsa typically. Sure. And I mean, not not every Mexican restaurant uh, brings it to you. Some I mean, fancy schmancy ones you got to pay for it, which is frustrating, but it's like yeah. homemade chips and whatnot. So I guess for both of you then in that question, like with Tom, at what point do the nachos become nachos? It, could I just get cheese. cheese and or chips and then put cheese and that's it? Once you got melted cheese on there, it's nachos. I think, yeah, I think that's all you need is the cheese. I think the cheese is what makes it an appetizer. And then for chips and salsa. So, I mean, I know there are some places that they do like three different styles of chips and they'll bring out like two different styles of salsa. I would consider mm. that more of an appetizer. Cause it's like, there's some, some heartiness to these chips yeah. and the salsa, well, you know, 
Yeah, I like pico de gallo. With yeah, it, you know, pico. Love, some yeah. some places do black beans uh, w- sure. with it too, and then sure. you get your salsa on the side and like, oh yeah, I'll whatever go you got to do to feel good about yourself. You see, before that, when you were talking about different salsas and what I, I was saying, I was still saying no. But then you brought up black beans, and for some reason, once you add black beans, all of a sudden it's now an appetizer in my mind. So wait, chips and dip <laughs> or chips and dip? Is that an appetizer for you? No. Yes, I, I, I think so. I think so. It's beans <laughs> in another form. Yeah, I I, I think so because chips because well, dip is like a, a hearty thing, like an artichoke <laughs> dip or something like that. It's deconstructed beans. It, it's deconstructed nachos. Is, is when you get the beans on the side. <laughs> okay, you didn't specify what type of dip. I was thinking salsa and guac or even sour cream. Those okay, are all well, dips. that I think, but it I wouldn't consider I, those ones. I agree. <laughs> I, I think I look at it like places like a Dave and Buster's or like a sports bar that you might go to. They, they'll have chips and salsa on the appetizers menu. So I look at that and I'm like, okay, yeah, that, that makes more sense now on why it would be. And I freaking love chips and salsa. I probably eat it every single day. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I love it. It's the best. I think, our top five snacks. I did it. I did it as one of my top five snacks because it's just unreal. Like Unbeatable. I love chips and salsa. How can you go wrong? No. Yeah, you can't go wrong at all. So you do go. you guys have anywhere in particular you like to get your nachos or your chips and salsa from? Um, I enjoy the nachos that we get at Trivia from the Big Red Truck because they put like pulled pork on top and oh, wow. cheese yeah, and jalapenos and it's delicious. But I've always had it like by myself. <laughs> so I'm just like eating it. And I know it's like 1400 calories probably that I'm eating by myself, sadly, out on the porch. Just <laughs> uh, I for chip, for chips and salsa for me, any Mexican restaurant I'm always going to. I will partially judge you based off of the quality of your chips and salsa. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, I, I told that to Candace once. I was like, yeah, any Mexican restaurant I go to, if the salsa isn't up to par, you know, it's not going to be the food's not going to be very good. And I, I judge that pretty heavily. So it's uh, it's fascinating. Cool. Well, I dig it. Those are very good choices. And you make you both make um, uh, good arguments for them. So I will jump to my first. Um, I am not a fan of this restaurant really anymore but i did go here for like my 14th birthday maybe because it was a new restaurant in town newish restaurant in town and it was the only one in like skagit county um and that was outback steakhouse and of course the appetizer there that is so amazing is the blooming onion blooming onion is for anybody that doesn't know is just a sliced onion that they batter and deep fry uh and it is like a giant onion ring that you pick off and you just eat you know, a la carte, basically. Um, <clears throat> it is, it's delicious. It's seasoned well. Uh, it's a great sharing thing. Like you would never order a blooming onion just for yourself as a meal. Cause that feels weird and incomplete, but it's so great to share with others. And it's very, very tasty. And Eric is giving me a look like he's like, he's done it before. Like he's ordered the blooming onion by himself. Was that a challenge, sir? <laughs> I feel very challenged. Okay. Okay. Two blooming onions. <laughs> so, um, I like doing like a blooming onion for the table sort of thing. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. It's, That's it's, a- it's really good. Like I would go to Outback just to have a blooming onion and share it with everybody and have some beers or something like that. But it's unique to that restaurant, and I appreciate that kind of thing. 
Me too. So it's, I do like onion rings quite a bit. Um, you can get some pretty gross onion rings, like where it's too deep fried, but then you can get ones like there's this place called Red Mill Burger uh, here in Seattle that's really famous for like their bacon burgers, but their onion rings are out of this world. They're, you know, just basically like Walla Walla onions. You can taste the whole onion in it. Uh, the ratio to batter to onion is fantastic. And oh, gosh, it's tasty. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of onion rings. I enjoy them quite perfectly, a bit. But, yeah. Perfectly cooked onion ring is really hard to beat it's very hard to beat it just really hits the spot like at that 210 brewing they had onion rings as a side and i was like "Ooh, mm. it's been a minute since i've had an onion ring but i didn't want to ruin the experience bad um, onion rings so. are bad yes and that's what i didn't want to do i had mcdonald's Too- one uh, yeah. one time recently because i've been Awful. craving it for months and i got nuggets a cheeseburger and a small fry and i got the cheeseburger with ketchup only because i just wanted it ketchup only and uh, the nuggets, I ate them. They're fantastic because they never fail. The burger, it looks like somebody wiped off all the toppings because there was still residue from everything. And then it, it didn't even have ketchup on it. So I ate that and it was not good. Um, and then the fries, my saving grace, were the the pale kind of cold fries. And I was like, God damn it. So it ruined it for me. <laughs> and I know that if I do an onion ring again pretty soon, if I don't do the right onion ring, it's going to ruin onion rings forever for me. So I need to make sure it's the right one. My first yeah. job. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Tom. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I'll say my, my first job was like a 10 day stint at the Evergreen State Fair. Uh, I was working at uh, Walla, Walla, Walla Walla Onion Burger and I was a burger builder, but I also got to make the onion rings and these things were onion rings the size of my face basically <laughs> they're huge and they were tasty oh what do you dip it what do you guys like to dip onion rings in my face uh, <laughs> that's gross <laughs> sometimes a nice Just like spicy right out of my face. like a spicy mayo i don't even yeah. like mayo but like a spicy that something sauce you know is good to dip it in yeah yeah or I mean, ketchup's good. Ketchup's fine too; it balances. Uh, I'll, and I'll dip anything into barbecue sauce. Like, yeah, I'll do barbecue sauce for days. Pretty much. Cool. Okay, Tom, what's your second one? All right, my second one is actually something that me and my wife do for uh, for New Year's. We do appetizers at night, as the when the ball's starting to drop. We do just make all sorts of appetizers. That's our dinner for the day uh but for lunch we put together a charcuterie board and those are amazing because you got your meats you got your cheeses you got jams and stuff you got bread or crackers you can have fruit on there it's it's just a great smattering of everything you can mix and match everything uh the best one i had was of course in italy where i don't know what they're doing with their meats out there but it's the best like deli meats i've ever had i they were putting something on it i don't know if it was like msg or just something that brought all that flavor out that's where it all comes Uh, from man that's where they make it. it it was so good, and it didn't travel it over the ocean for too expensive at all. Like to get a plate like that, it'd be like thirty bucks, and it was only like twelve. And it was just like, wow. this, we're getting all this. This is amazing. Oh, so yeah, wow. charcuterie board. Get all I have those a, just meats and cheeses. <laughs> yeah, I have a mental block because of yes, the cost. You just alluded to it, and that it's like at a it's an adult lunchable, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Isn't that what it is? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
It's an adult Lunchable, yeah. Exactly. Chakutri <laughs> uh, is, uh, how you say it in French? Chakutri. Uh, they, my French is not good, but yeah, so I had them there and just the cafes in, in Paris that you just can go around and sit, just order a Chakutri board, and my goodness, you're right, Tom, the, the meats are so delicious in it. The We had um, escargot with ours too, so that was really tasty. Um, yeah, the pickles in it, pretty much anything in there is is so tasty. Um, I love a good charcuterie board, but I don't like the I don't like what it's become. It feels like brunch now. I love brunch food. Mm-hmm. I don't like the pageantry behind it. And there are some good. I'll just say charcuterie because I don't want to keep speaking in that weird accent. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, there are some pretty awesome charcuterie boards that I've seen that people have done that it's it's cool. Like the presentation's fantastic, and that's if you want to do it, you know, you do you boo. Um, but if that impedes me from getting the the items that I want, then <laughs> I'm I'm not for it. So uh, yeah, you got to yeah. think about the end user here. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm not a fancy. Like I was telling you guys, I, I I just started using a fork and knife to to eat my food, and like <laughs> I, when whenever there's a cheese knife involved, I'm like, okay, what's the proper ratio of cheese I need to take out? Like how much brie can I cut off of this? Uh, how much Gruyere can I use? And like. Man, just just have it sliced for me so I can pick it up and eat it. It's like it's so much easier. Well, just to answer your question there, it's however much you want. <laughs> That's how yeah, I go about it. At least. But if you're sharing, you don't want to be a dick and take the last like piece. If Tom's like, oh, I haven't had any of that goat cheese yet. I really want some, and I like, oh shit, as it's in my mouth. <laughs> so just, I guess I guess we got to make out now. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> luck. Oh man, but a, a good Jeez, like prosciutto, a, a good prosciutto and like a salami with it on it too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh man, prosciutto is uh, amazing. What is it? Uh, like raspberry jalapeno jam or something mm. like that. There's all sorts of crazy jams that are delicious when you pair them. You just get away with anything when you don't have cheeses. to pay for your own national defense, huh? <laughs> Italy and France. <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. Every time I eat a charcuterie board, that's what I think of. <laughs> Damn defense. Um, okay. Eric, what's your second? Let's bring it back to America a little bit. Buffalo wings. Oh. Buffalo wings. And I say buffalo wings because that's my personal. That's where I live. I like hot wings. That's where I'm at. But we talk about sharing with the table, right? If you can get like a, a, a variety, you know, of, of all the different kinds of like a like a buffalo wild wings where they got all these yeah. different flavor profiles and, and all that. If you can get a good spectrum of wings out there and put them out on the table for the for the group to share and try, that's a damn good appetizer. Buffalo wings, man. Man, I love wings with the passion, and I would never share them. Um, the only time, <laughs> okay. the, so Fair. so for me, buffalo wings are a meal because, like, I look at at B Dub Dubs, and I love a dry rub wing. Um, I mean, I love classic buffalo wings. Like Candace and I had just regular buffalo wings the other night, and they were awesome. But the dry rubs are where it's at for me. And uh, I know that wings are crazy expensive. It's like you get, I think it's like ten. It's like fifteen bucks for ten wings, basically at places. And sometimes you get fries on the side with it. So I think. Maybe that addition of fries more completes it as a meal. But I mean, if I just had 10 wings to myself, I'd be very content with that as my meal. Um, yeah. Because it comes with like some carrots and stuff just for the, the spice. But like, I'm not, I might give someone one or two, but I'm like, dude, these are mine. Like, I'm, I'm eating all it. these. Well, I so. feel the same way. I mean, yeah, if I'm buying wings, it's usually for me and the rest of y'all can go to hell. But, you know, I'm like, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll watch football over at, you know, Jordan's house. Like, Cole yeah, will come over sometimes true, with like true, a bunch true, of true. wings, like different kinds of wings. And, 
you know, I otherwise I would not have tried like teriyaki wings or anything like like that because I know what I like. We circle back to that once again. I know what I'm about, son. So mm-hmm. if I'm gonna go get wings, it's because I got a hankering for those really hot buffalo wings, and I want thirty of them, and they're all going in my gullet. And, well, and, that, uh, that's and a miss good point. me, miss me with boneless because that's just a meatball. <laughs> Well, it's a good point because I think of like a Super Bowl party and when someone brings wings, you're like, OK, this isn't the centerpiece. Whereas if I go to Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm going to make my centerpiece wings. But if you go to a party, it's like I'll take a few wings because there's garlic Parmesan here and there's barbecue over here or something. Obviously, I wouldn't right. touch the garlic Parmesan, but you know what I mean? Like you do that, <laughs> you do some dips, you do some soup like it's it's right. it's a complimentary appetizer. So, I yes, I, I agree that it can be an appetizer. For so sure. so my, my entry is Buffalo wings, but chicken wings, whatever you want to put on there, you get where I'm getting at. Buffalo is the best yeah, flavor. But though. Tom hates well, buffalo wings. He hates I do. Oh yeah, I don't like buffalo wings at all. They're disgusting. I don't. You don't? I, I, just don't I don't like the flavor of buffalo. This buffalo sauce. That's. I love. The, I love wings. It's just buffalo. Sauce. Is it the vinegar? Ugh. I think so. Like it just. It doesn't taste right in my so mouth. So like a like sweet does for you, but vinegar not so much. Uh, that's the thing is I think it. I I don't know if it's just because I like vinegar. Like salt and vinegar chips are like my favorite. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I I just buffalo wings just don't taste what about right. To like me. a dr- like a dry rub wing, maybe. Yeah, like- any other type of wing. Got it. Let's do this. Oh, hmm. so like you don't like a wet wing? You want you want to you want? No, no. I'll st- just- I'll have a wet wing too. Like I'll have like one with that's covered in barbecue sauce. Yeah, like, he doesn't like buffalo like, sauce. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's the buffalo, buffalo sauce is the key. So spicy part of teriyaki, that. you're cool with honey. Let's whatever do you're cool with. Oh yeah, honey and lemon or whatever. That's, that's yeah. Really eat it up. Lemon pepper wings. <laughs> lemon. Yeah, uh, let's keep listing uh, flavors and how much I'll eat them. <laughs> the buffalo sauce is like one of my favorite sauces. I mean, we had Damn. you know, um, I made or I got uh, sweet. Frank's. There you go. Frank's buffalo yeah, sauce. Frank's they sell it at the yeah. store and you just put it on whatever and god damn it's good. It is. Um, I mean, in some mac and cheese or something like that, some buffalo mac and cheese. Holy hell. It is yeah. very tasty. I got some Louisiana sauce that I like to throw in there too. It's just so good. It, it's Yum. a mixture of that. Su- I like the sweet in there too. Mm-hmm. Got to get that sweet in there. It just really takes it home. Sweet and but, spicy. Damn it. Yeah. I'm hungry now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my number two. Yeah, well, so if if I'm hungry, I'll stick with the. Uh, well, we don't have to stick with that. We'll, we'll we'll switch it up. I just talked about mac and cheese. I absolutely love it so much. Um, and years ago, I had my very first mac and cheese ball, um, or mac and cheese bite, whatever you want to call it, or fried mac and cheese balls, whatever iteration of mac and cheese in a in a uh, spherical form that is like breaded and fried and put in front of you and you bite into it and it burns the shit out of your mouth because it's like lava on the inside. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Those are so delicious. So mac and cheese balls are fantastic. I mean, Trader Joe's has frozen ones that you just pop them in the air fryer and they're amazing. Uh, But again, be very careful when you bite into them. I'd probably pull them apart, but I take some Franks, pour that in there, eat that. Holy hell, those are good. When you fry that ball, all that hot oil, gets trapped on the inside, whereas the rest of it can kind of fall away. But then mm-hmm. when you heat it up again, all that hot oil is still on the inside. Mm-hmm. So when you bite into it, you're biting into all that hot oil. Well. Into lava. And it's the, de- the, de- the devil's butthole mm. is what you're biting into. <laughs> um, but yeah, I it's, it's so good. And 
I think they're a quintessential appetizer because there's no way I would order mac and cheese balls for myself. I would have like mm. one or two and I'm like, ah, OK, I'm, I'm good. This is they're too heavy, but they are so tasty. And, you know, God forbid, like someone puts down some in front of me. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have one, of course, especially if there's ketchup or, or some Franks. It, it's so weird that you could take mac and cheese, which is definitely either a meal or a side, and roll it into a ball, and all of a sudden it becomes an appetizer. It's just like, ah, I just rolled it in some breadcrumbs, and now it's an appetizer, guys. Hold on. None of us that's would share fair... from a bowl. Like Now, that's a fair question, Tom. A side. Is that roughly the same size as an appetizer? No, I look at it as it being mm. smaller because it, a side is usually just for one person on the side. Okay, yeah. but I'm just so I, I'm I'm talking about <laughs> quantity, quantity, mind you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it has to do with timing at that point. I'd say timing is more important than the than the quantity of it because you could get a whole shitload of fries. Um, you know, at five guys that you order a small, they get pour like a whole bag for you. Right. Oh yeah. That's still yeah. a side of fries to me, <laughs> but I think a field of potatoes. Yeah. Worth of fries. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think of it as timing. That's a good, that's a good way to think of it because it's like, yeah, yeah I want this in addition to my, my burger or that's not the main part of my meal, but it still comes with my meal. Now, if your appetizer, it like is running late and comes at the same time as your meal, is it now a side? Yes. I'm being an asshole now. <laughs> no, no, I'm that's a saying. great point. Yes, you've turned my appetizer into a side dish. My yes, my buddy Esteban. He was uh, we were playing Call of Duty, <laughs> and he said every time it never fails. He goes out with his wife to dinner, and he'll order he'll order two appetizers and a meal for himself. His wife never is really that hungry, so she'll just get like an appetizer. But what he does is he orders a meal for himself, something he would want to eat. And then he orders two appetizers of what he would also want to eat. Because what happens is his wife goes, oh, your food looks good and ends up Smart. eating his meal every time. And so he's like, he's like, fuck it. I wanted the appetizer more anyways. Smart. And I was like, that is brilliant. And so um, I, I, I dig that. Like, I, I think that that's fantastic. Mandy and I do not have shared tastes enough to get away with that. I order something. I'm like, I order this because I love it. She's like, ew, that's that's the, that's no. Like um, your 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 bon me? Did she she didn't want any of it? No, no. I mean, well, she don't, uh, we do occasionally, you know, like crossover, obviously, but no. I mean, typically, she's got to get her fried pickle chips or something like that, and, oh, and I like them. I, I, I like them. Fried pickle chips. But it's not, but it's not like it's, it's not on my list. But well, you know whose list is it's on, Eric. It's on my list. Okay, Uh, I'll just jump to it now since we're talking about. Might as well. Might as well. Yeah. Fucking Um, free form. Let's do this. So a story because I have a lot of stories about food. I didn't like pickles for the longest time. It was just one of those things. I think along the lines of Tom with the vinegar, uh, the vinegar, you know, the brine and pickles. It just always smelled so gross. Um, And I think when growing up, right, we would eat the the Nally pickles that were like kind of yellow and just looked very fake, and that that always turned me off until. I was in later life, so probably my uh, later 20s, and I was eating a deli sandwich somewhere, like on a lunch break, and I'm like, man, this sandwich is really good, and there's a fat pickle sitting right next to my sandwich because it came with it. So I took a bite, and I was I was in heaven. I, I couldn't stop eating pickles after that. I, I went to Costco. I got those Grillo pickles. I started eating those, and my goodness, pickles are amazing. And so when I started eating fried pickle chips, I'm like, this is like the best of both worlds. They're just fried. They're so good. And... 
they have that tang to it too. I mean, I don't know what your guys' stances are on pickles, but geez Louise, they they hit the spot every single time. I love fried pickle chips as an appetizer. Uh, I I love pickles too. Again, it's not vinegar that puts me off because I love pickles. Uh, and then the salads that I've been making for my lunches every day, uh, I get the fried pickle like little crispy things that you can put in salads, mm-hmm. and I crunch those up and just sprinkle them on my salad so that there's pickle flavor all throughout it. It's delicious. Oh, oh wow, I've never heard of those. Let me state for the record, just so we're clear, because you mentioned you don't know our personal stances on pickles. Let's just. State for the record, pickles are in. Big win. Love pickles. Let everybody know. Our audience has to know. We are all super in on pickles. Dill pickles. <laughs> yeah. Super in dill, on pickles. You, you heard pickles. it here first. <laughs> dill pickles. Dill pickles. <laughs> sweet pickles are pretty gross. Yeah, I agree. Dill pickles are the only way to go. I, I, I'll i eat a sweet pickle if it's like on a specific dish, but um, yeah. no uh, no. Yeah. So Otherwise. like, I, I don't even remember the last time I had a sweet pickle. A lot of like, southern I hope dishes. They, one. Yeah. Southern I hope they went extinct. <laughs> yeah. Dill, I hope dill, that happened. Dill is like the only way to go. It's, it's so tasty. And any, any pickle flavored, anything to me is so mm-hmm. good when they have like pickled flavored, uh, potato chips or what have you, like, I'm going to eat the shit out of it. I would try pickles on my pizza. Even, I think that would be good. That's I bet it would. <laughs> right? Like tangy. As a matter of fact, I know it would. Yeah. I've had it. Yeah. You have? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Sounds really good. I don't remember how or what the circumstances were, but yeah, like pickle slices. I suppose we were drunk, you know? <laughs> I I, that was probably... <laughs> I suppose oh. that probably happened. Okay. I don't remember exactly why. Probably because I was drunk, but, you know. <laughs> yes, it was really good. Of course it's good. Well, I'm surprised um, we haven't had any uh, carryover or any uh, double ups on this yet. We probably might. But, Tom, let's hear your we're third. We're going to get there. Yeah. Uh, well, my next one is I already did this on our Thanksgiving episode, but I love them so much. Uh, deviled eggs and specifically my mother's deviled eggs. She does it just the right way that I love. And whenever I go over for Thanksgiving, there's always a tray out, and the only people that eat them are me and my sister. And it's always (laughs) a fight because there will be probably about 12 to 18 eggs worth of deviled eggs, and I'm eating half that tray. Oh, God, Tom. I'm eating six (laughs) to ten eggs. Jesus, (laughs) Tom before eating Thanksgiving dinner. That's not like, oh, I'm done for the night. That's that's the warm up to go to Thanksgiving dinner now. <laughs> um, I love deviled eggs. It just, oh, I, I could eat it forever and it never upsets my stomach. I don't know how I do it. You would think that yeah. that many eggs just sitting in your stomach would, would kill somebody. I love it. I could be, I'm like Rocky, except for I cook my eggs. Gentlemen, we have our first crossover. <laughs> deviled oh, eggs. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to so say deviled good. eggs. And exactly. Yeah. My mom's deviled eggs. The best. And exactly <laughs> what you just said, word for word. Exactly. It's the only people who eat it are me and my little sister. And <laughs> I, I, I will eat a dozen of them bitches. I don't give a fuck. I have no shame whatsoever. So good. I will throw those straight into the trash because I do not like deviled eggs. Ah. I don't like the smell of them. I love eggs. I just cannot stand oh. the smell of them. And. God, 10 to 12, that just, your farts are probably terrible. <laughs> the worst. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, so worth it. It's, wor- it's worth it. It's worth it. That's, yeah, this just, uh, you got to deal with it. I, I can't, can't stop. That'd be crazy. <laughs> uh, if there's deviled eggs, our policy is to eat those deviled eggs. 
Oh, boy. Tom, we should make deviled eggs one of these times, man. We get yeah, let's do it. I need to ask my mom what her recipe is so that I, I know yeah. how to make them. Same. Like, I'm going to make my mom listen what? to this episode and be like, hey, recipe. We need it. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. Quit holding out on me. They... I, I don't I don't think I've ever been to a restaurant where you can order deviled eggs. Um, I'm not disagreeing with that. It's an appetizer. I'm just saying I, I, I'm i intrigued. I wonder if there is like maybe a restaurant that you could order deviled eggs from. Maybe It'd back in the day. Interesting choice. I wonder if like if that's like if 1950s, 1960s, mm-hmm. like, you know, Mad Men style. Maybe yeah. you could have done that. I could see that. Uh, yeah. I don't remember what restaurant it was, but within the last year or two, we went to a restaurant that had deviled eggs on the menu and I got it and they were fine. They weren't great. Like they, it was just like, Oh, it's a deviled egg. It's not my mom. So I went to uh, yeah. steakhouse in Mukilteo. They had Brussels sprouts as appetizers. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And lots of, lots I, of places do now. I am not, I'm not used to that. Depend, but like theirs were good. Did it have like balsamic vinaigrette and yeah. like and yeah. like honey and mm-hmm. or balsamic good stuff. glaze? Yeah, all the yeah all those so all stuff. Yeah, like bacon Brussels and sprouts, stuff on it too. Well, Brussels sprouts are the kind of ones like if you cook it correctly, mm-hmm. it's amazing. But if you, if, it's kind of easy to screw it up, and if you screw them up, they're. Ugh. So I air fry all my Brussels sprouts. I shave them too. You can just like chop them and basically like shave them and just get my like, mind so were horrible. Yeah, just get some char on it. I don't know why I was sitting there. In my mind, the only it's it's just you, a Brussels sprout, and a vice, and a straight razor. I don't oh. know why that's where my <laughs> mind went. That's where my head went, man. Like an old timey uh, haircutting, like a barber. <laughs> no, like a like casino, but like put your head in a vice. Oh shit! You're sitting there with like a like a straight razor. I don't know why that's where my brain went. <laughs> Damn Brussels sprout. Um, well, I already gave my third, so Tom, let's get your fourth again. All right, back to me. Uh, my fourth is calamari. Um, I love that battered, delicious octopus squid. I don't even—it's squid, right? Um, it's delicious. Uh, I remember the first time I ever had it. We went to uh, Anthony's in Edmonds with my grandparents. I think I was like thirteen or something like that, and it sounded gross. I was like that. I don't want to eat squid. That's the grossest thing ever. And then I tried some and I was like, oh, anything's good when it's deep fried. It's so delicious. And it's just, oh, it's the, when you get it at the right place and it has the right amount of salt on it. And it's just, I get, I, it's another thing that I could sit down and eat a whole thing of calamari to myself and not feel a bit bad about it at all. I'm not a big fan of calamari. More for me. Yeah. <laughs> It's just not, I don't know. It just doesn't hit me right. I'm I'm just not a big fan of it. I really like it. Um, I think it's delicious. Uh, I would only really ever get it at like a fancy restaurant or a seafood restaurant. But <clears throat> I don't think I can eat, eat it all the time. But it is very good, especially if you have it prepared very well. If you, yeah, if we order it for the table or whatever, I'm, you know, I'm going to have a little bit. But Absolutely. If, if it's it's out, a deep fried thing. Of course, you're going to have a little bit. I mean, well, it works on. out. Our, our timing very well worked out because my number four was actually fresh oysters on the half shell. Oh, yeah. interesting. That is that's an appetizer. That's not a meal, but it costs like a freaking meal. Um, yeah, that one's always very interesting because do people treat that as a meal typically? Or I don't do... believe so. We've always got it as an appetizer. Mm. That's the thing is there's like oyster bars that like yeah. do just oysters. 
it, it Good for them. can be a meal, but the problem is, is you have to have like a lot of them to be yeah. full. Not and just by the way, just be a meal. So yeah, exactly. I'm the flip here. You don't like calamari. I don't like oysters. It's the I way I feel. I, I don't like I don't oysters. Like the, See, it's, it's the just, other way around. For me, the calamari is just kind of weird tasting and weird feeling, and the oysters, man, yeah. just give it. I will eat them all day, man. Just. I love, mm. oh God, I love fresh oysters. Get that little Which, yeah, sauce on uh, there. Oh my goodness gracious. Whitney loves oysters too. And it's just like, I can't do it. Just it's, it's the weird slimy feeling in my mouth. I don't like it. I hear you. Yeah. I, I don't like the, I mean, people who do raw oysters or oyster shooters or whatever. Bleh, that just sounds terrible yeah. to me. Oh yeah. You just break it right up there on the show. Oh God. Oh, 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 you had God. to make the slurping oh, sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have had no, fr- no, no good food. I have had fried oysters, and those are those are pretty good. Um, I think it's a lot of the just the chewiness and the consistency is weird. Don't, and, sh- don't chew it. Well, see, that's what everybody has a different way that they like to eat oysters. Um, you know, some people like hot sauce on it. Some people just like lemon, or some people do it raw, like they want that the ocean like salty seaweed taste. Some right. people, you know, w- want it grilled or fried or whatever, and like to each their own. But for me, I, I have tried it so many ways and I just can't get to it. I don't know what's then going I, on. Then I will clarify. The only way I like oysters is fresh right off the half shell. Mm. It's the only way I like them. I don't like them fried. I don't like them barbecued. I mean, they're okay. They're okay. I'm not going to say no. It's like, it's fine, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to go out of my way for them. Deep fried. No, nah, whatever. I would rather have them fresh off the half shell. And just like you said, it's that salt water. It's that, you know, everything about it is just decadent and delicious. Yeah. Okay. So that's my I, number four. Uh, I, I, I can't relate, but I, but I totally get it. And it makes sense. Cause there are places that have like oyster happy hours that are like a dollar an oyster. So yeah. I would think that you would get those before you get your, your meal. So that makes sense. Um, okay, cool. So my f- uh, fourth choice, uh, I love this. I eat hummus almost every day. Um, or practically every day, but a good hummus plate when you go for uh, an appetizer is fantastic because it usually comes with either chips or pita bread, um, little slices of it, carrot sticks, cucumbers, uh, olives. You can kind of do whatever. It can be more Mediterranean Mediterranean, or it can be more Americanized. Uh, it'll have just various things on it and then different vegetables you can eat. Pepperoncinis sometimes on it for some reason, but I love a good hummus plate. And uh, not just the traditional hummus, just the garbanzo bean regular hummus, but like they do eggplant hummus or there's beet hummus or there's different styles. Right. And it's so damn good. And sometimes it comes with cheese and that's always delicious. But I love a good hummus plate. Hummus always catches me by surprise because it's something I never think about. I never go out of my way for. But when it's there and I try it, I'm like, God, why don't I eat this more often? Mm hmm. It's really tasty and you can get really creative. It's kind of like a vegetarian charcuterie board for the most part. But. Uh, that's actually my response too, is I always enjoy when hummus is around, but I never think about getting it like yeah. to dip like carrots into or something mm-hmm. have a healthy, healthy snack. But for some reason my brain doesn't go there. Instead I get a bag of chips with, uh, <laughs> with like some sort of dip that's going to be terrible for me. Oh yeah, it's when when you get a really good hummus, it's it's awesome. Costco has these little hummus cups that are perfectly portion uh, controlled, so you you know you get a few carrots, probably like ten carrots or whatever, and you you scoop up the hummus with it. And I put everything but the bagel seasoning in that and mix it up, and that is really good. Uh, it's a very quick and easy snack, but um, I mean, and 
you know, chickpeas are, are pretty good for you. So I am I'm, I'm quite a fan of them. Um, you can do like a toasted chickpea hummus, which I've never made because I've never made hummus, but it's supposed to be pretty easy for the most part. Mm. But yeah, a, a really good hummus plate is on my list. All right, well, Tom, I guess we'll move on to my last one. Mm-hmm. Um, my last one, I thought about it for a while because I was trying to think if I considered it an appetizer and it's in some situations I do, but some I don't. And that's pretzels and cheese. Now, because you can order like pretzels and cheese at a lot of bars. Um, usually it's little pretzel bites. But I was thinking like if you go to the ballpark and get a pretzel, is that an appetizer or is that just a snack? I think it's a snack. What if you add the cheese, the nacho cheese? <laughs> I still think it's a snack. Okay. Um, I think for me, it's if you make the cheese fancier <laughs> is what makes it an appetizer is if they just give you the regular nacho cheese, it's not an appetizer to me. But as long as they have like a beer cheese or some something that's just a little fancier than the normal stuff, that's when it jumps in to appetizer. And that's when it's ultra delicious. I love pretzels and i love cheese especially cheese that is molten and just a liquid that's like the best type of cheese oh but now you've entered another wrinkle into our conversation (laughs) what is the demarcation between appetizers and snacks they both come before the bigger meal to tide you over right Mm -hmm. so what's the difference (sighs) yeah fight me (laughs) what's the difference I think a snack you don't get at the sta- same establishment that you got the meal from. Okay. It's an appetizer if you're getting it from the same place, both things. I th- okay, I think I, I, I can buy that. <laughs> what about you, Zach? You, do you buy that? I'm thinking about bar crawls. That's where my head went. So Ooh. if we're at, <laughs> on First Street or whatever in Snohomish and mm-hmm. we, start, we start somewhere, we're like, you know, I'm going to grab a you know thing of fries here whatever kind of tied us over blah, blah 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 and then you know we head off to the next bar restaurant whatever have you and now we're going to order dinner did we have our appetizers the other place or was that a snack i think it was a, i think that's a snack because it's yeah. it's just something and and i consider fries a side slash snack it's it's never something that i'd be like oh cool now i'm really full after these fries i mean sure i could get full but i would never feel satisfied it's only to share with the table or if i'm just like i'm really craving some fries Okay. Um, so God, it's just hard to say it, it really is. <laughs> I mean, there's so many different factors that go into this. Cause then you're like, what if you go to the carnival is all that food, what I was all thinking. those appetizers. And yeah. that's where uh, I get impressed. What if, what if I throw chili on top of those fries <laughs> all of a sudden? <laughs> that's the problem is you can go from fries to like snack to it's now an appetizer or even a meal. If you throw some chili and cheese on top. Yeah. Of it. Or steak, <laughs> like steak frites is like a meal pretty yeah, much at most places. And so, yeah, you just, you just um, added an entree. <laughs> I love confusing this topic. As, confusing <laughs> as hell, I tell you. There's, this there's matters. Too many things. Well, and then with the pretzels, it, it could be dependent on the size of them, too. Like, so uh, a jumbo pretzel with cheese, you're going to share that. Because, I mean, if you eat that whole thing, I'm, I'm impressed. But, like, usually that's to be shared. Uh, yeah, jumbo's the, a meal at that point. Like, yeah. If you're eating it yourself. <laughs> if, they're, if they're a bunch of little ones and you dip it with cheese... That's also shareable, but I, I feel like that's more like, uh, I wouldn't even consider that a traditional app, but I, I don't know. See, that's the thing. 
But it's not like a side. I wouldn't get like a sandwich with a side of pretzels and cheese. Maybe. <laughs> I like how you just convinced yourself. Like, you wait a second. Immediately change yes, your I, mind. Yes, I would. Yes, well, there's, I would. there's so many factors I think that go into this. Like I'm saying, and it, like I, I've dipped pretzels in hummus before. The little tiny like rolled gold pretzels and hummus, and it was awesome. And because pretzels are delicious, but then if you're talking the soft pretzels, uh, damn it, I don't know. I don't know. My brain. I hurts. don't know either. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Let's get your fifth. <laughs> My fifth one. Okay. Well, I talked about the sophistication of the fresh oysters on the half shell. Uh, how about the pigs and blanket? Ooh. The pigs and blanket. I don't know why I thought of that. Uh, I was watching Big Lebowski again the other day because, you know, it was, you know, Day of the Dude and all that. Matter of fact, uh, today is the Day of the Dude as we record this, the, the March 6th, Day of the Dude. 25th anniversary of Big Lebowski's release. Everybody should watch that. We, uh, we abided this weekend going bowling together. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not that any of us are going to be on the tour anytime soon. But <laughs> it, was, it was still fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one, anyway, one scene in that movie with the, the nihilists, they were at like a Denny's or whatever. I don't know what the deal was, but they were like at, ordering breakfast and they were ordering like Lincolnberry pancake. <laughs> and then the one guy is just like, he picks some blankets. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why that cracks me up in that weird German accent, but it does, and therefore it makes my list. The pigs and blankets. Uh, they're great shareables for you know for parties like watching football. Make a whole bunch of them. You know, I guess you can make them a meal too if you don't really want to. I'm, I'm sure I've done that in the past, but yeah, typically they are a strict, strict. Appetizer or snack, snackatizer, snackatizer. Snackatizer is a good term, too. There you go. I can't, I, there's no way I invented that just now. Somebody said that at some point. I'm Googling it. What? Uh, oh, go ahead, Tom. I usually, I usually make it every year for our appetizer New Year's, uh, and this year was no different. Uh, I made a, a pull away, like, <laughs> Uh, pigs in a blanket where you put them all upright so that they're next to each other and then they bake together and you just kind of pull them apart and Whitney had none of them <laughs> so I made a big thing of it and then I, I realized oh this is too many so I was having pigs in a blanket the entire week I would have like 10 of them oh as gosh. like my breakfast just oh my because gosh. it was like I got I'm a, I gotta use this I don't want to throw it away so it's just like pigs in a blanket and towards the end of it I was sick of pigs in a blanket <laughs> like okay. ugh, there's just so, so many snack is a very snack is an incredibly common phrase Oh, Super hey. common. There's blog entries all over the place for snack appetizers. Yeah. I'm seeing like a blooming quesadilla ring or little rings of quesadilla around like a salsa dip or whatever. That looks good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that we're muddying these waters even more. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like pig- for amateurs. I do like pigs in a blanket. Um, I think that I'm not big on hot dogs, but. I think that you can really jazz them up and make them fun. Um, like I just looked at pictures right now and there was some everything but the bagel seasoning on top of them. And I'm like, that would be really cool. And then just the cocktail weenies they used look pretty awesome. You, I've had breakfast pigs in a blankets with like a little bit of scrambled egg in there and sausage. And that was awesome. Um, and then same thing like in, in, in the UK, uh, when I visit London or when I went to New Zealand, sausage rolls. Sausage rolls are basically like pigs in a blanket, except it's just sausage that's ground up inside of the the, the puff pastry. And mm-hmm. holy crap, a good sausage roll is phenomenal. Um, my gosh, it, it just hits the spot. And 
those things are hearty as hell. But yeah, I'm I'm a fan of a pigs in a blanket, especially if it has a toothpick in it, because then I don't, I don't get, gotta get my hands all greasy. That's right. Be all sophisticated. Yeah, but you can really jazz those puppies up. I I dig that quite a bit. Okay, so for my last one, uh, Thai Thai food, well, any Asian food in general is like one of my favorite uh, cuisines. And I typically don't like to order appetizers, but I make exceptions when I go and get my meal, especially if I'm uh, splitting it with somebody, because then we always get uh, fresh rolls. So spring rolls, uh, fresh spring rolls are what I'm talking about. And basically, they are a quite healthy option. Uh, Lots of lettuce and radish and carrots and tofu and whatever else inside of some rice paper. So like little mini burritos or mini egg rolls that are cold. Uh, and they are healthy up until the point that you dip them into the peanut sauce, which <laughs> is is the thing that makes the the spring rolls so delicious uh, because it's like peanut butter mixed with something else. And it is so damn tasty. It's not good for you, but I don't care. <laughs> I like that, it. A that lot. little cup they give you is like 400 it's, calories by itself. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's usually like peanut butter. There's there's probably some rice vinegar in there, some soy sauce, probably like uh, I would imagine honey or something. And then probably like some just sesame oil. But it's so tasty and it just hits the spot. And they and they have uh, usually um, rice noodles on the inside of it, inside of the rice paper. And they are so damn good. I love a good spring roll. Um, but fresh is where it's at. Not, they do have spring rolls that are fried. Uh, I don't really care for those as much. It's the fresh spring rolls that really hit it, hit the spot. Uh, I like the fried ones and I like egg rolls even better than all of it. But the problem with egg rolls is sometimes they are so big that it's like, this isn't a side of any, like this a is meal. gigantic. This is a meal like two meals. Like I could have this for, for lunch today and tomorrow. Some of these egg rolls. Cause I order it not knowing how big it's going to be. Cause I just think egg roll in my head, like, Oh, it's going to be small. I don't want like a burrito sized egg roll. Well, I do, but that's, that's a problem that I have. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, man. I do like a good egg roll as well. It's uh, it's I been a while since I've had now. one, but they're very, they're very, very hearty for sure. So, okay. Anyone have anything else to add? No. No, nope, that'll no. do it. Are we all hungry I, now? Yeah, that's the thing is I didn't want to make myself more hungry by saying more foods. <laughs> no, 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 no. Chicken wings. Can't wait to go eat my bowl of vegetables tonight. It's going to be there great. There you go. You're hungry for veggies. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so to recap our top five appetizers, Tom has nachos, charcuterie board, deviled eggs, his mom's specifically, calamari, and pretzels and cheese. Eric has chips and salsa, buffalo wings, deviled eggs, fresh oysters on the half shell, fresh oysters on the half shell, and then pigs in a blanket. I have blooming onion, mac and cheese balls, fried pickle chips, hummus plate, and fresh spring rolls. Okay, that was a very appetizing episode. So thank you everyone for tuning in to the Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcast Top 5, at ZachDale60, at Tom Top 5 and at Snack Burglar. You can give us ideas, you can tell us if we're crazy, or you can suggest a topic for a future episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you, and remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. 
By some people, the meal itself is just a long delay between the appetizer and the dessert. <laughs> Truth. Preach, brother. Preach. <laughs> Gertrude Berg. <laughs> All right, bye, everybody. See ya. Bye.